You are about to enter a great adventure. This is Starting from Gorilla. Hey guys, welcome back. We are excited to be with you tonight as we record tonight. Uh, the week of Thanksgiving, big holiday week for everybody, and we're certainly excited. We know you guys are excited. We are previewing Survivor Series. We're reviewing some full gear. We got some other wrestling news going on we're going to cover, too. We're really excited to be with you, here, to, with you guys tonight. So, hey, uh, I'm Mikey Cash, as always. My ho- co-host is with the most, Big Vito. Vito, good to see you, my man. What's happening? Mikey Cash, happy Thanksgiving week. I'm ready to to rock and roll as always. Lots to talk about today. Um, you know, we got the the drama that is CM Punk. I feel like it's never ending. It's like the <laughs> the herpes virus that never goes away. <laughs> this is the gift that keeps on giving. It's like yeah. in the hangover, you know, when the dad says to me, he's like, hey. Like what what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for herpes. That shit'll come back with you. So that's, <laughs> that's CM Punk. No matter what, that dude's coming around. Oh man, it's just it's never ending. And you never I guess it keeps things exciting, right? You know, I'm a I'm a sucker for all the good good surprises. And uh, you know, I feel like he who knows where he's gonna show up, you know, he pops up everywhere. And then I just like oh, no idea. I just like how everyone is like Cody Rhodes does an interview. It shows two stars in the background and they got it circled. And they're like, Oh, that's a CM Punk's coming. Cause he has two stars. And his- Oh my God. I, <laughs> I've been looking at that. Like what the hell is going on? Every yeah. I've never seen so many like tinfoil hat theories about a wrestler before than I no. have with this CM Punk thing. It's nope. crazy. It it's is crazy. It is. And he's, and the thing is like, you, you love or hate the guy, right? We all know Sarge is not his biggest fan. I, I don't know if no. you are or not. I mean, I've I've seen photos, and actually, I was there in person of you wearing a CM Punk shirt, even though I don't I think you remember. It. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So yeah. it was a long time ago. Is that that was a rough night? But uh, <laughs> long long time ago for Mikey Cash. But yeah, I did like CM Punk for a little while. I really did. I especially in like 2011. Are, so by the way, are we just like jumping right into this? Because I feel like this is this is going to be. Is this part of the Survivor Series preview? The water's warm. Let's just jump right in. All right, let's jump in. A little Survivor Series preview action. So, yeah, you know, when it comes to punk, look at him right there. I actually think I own the shirt just like that. That is the one. I think it was almost oh. the exact shirt. Oh, no, that's his AEW shirt. But it was the one that was pretty much exactly like that, but in WWE. But, I should have I should have found the picture. We could have put it up on the podcast. Serious? Sure I, I know. I know. I know. Uh, honestly, I, I really liked punk for a long time. That pipe bomb promo really got me when I was, when I was watching wrestling in like the old East, well, not the old ECW, but that like second generation of it, the WWE ECW Yeah. when he, that's the first time I really had any exposure to him, but I really liked punk for a long time. And then it's just over the years after the 2014 walkout and then all the stuff that happened with AEW and you know, you thought things were going to go well, and then they didn't go well. Now leads us to this speculation this week. What's going to happen on Saturday? It's going to be in Chicago. People are looking at image, like the 
background of an image like in, in a corner and saying this is an X and that can only mean that CM Punk is going to show up. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird. I actually have no clue at this point. I think WWE has probably gotten a lot better over the years of keeping a secret when they really want to keep a secret. So if it is going to happen, if he's going to show up, they're not going to tell anybody. They're not going to tell any of the dirt sheets what's going on. Cause like, why would you do that? Why would you ruin your own fucking surprise? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And people online are all upset about it. Like explain this to me, Vito. I think we're caught in a web of, it was leaked. So now they're trying to anti-leak it. And then it's like this web of what's real, what's not real, right? It's like a dream within a dream within a dream. It's the, uh, what is that movie there? Um, uh, Inception? Inception. That's what it is. So is he some, coming? Somebody I, accepted the idea that CM Punk's going to be at Survivor Series. I don't know. I, you know, I would love it. I think it, first of all, if we go back to the CM Punk, and if you go through every episode of recently, I feel like there's mm-hmm. always some sort of CM Punk like easter egg we're like always nothing. talking about cm punk but maybe we're part of the conspiracy we could be we could be you know maybe mikey cash is leaking all the secrets out That's um possible. so is he gonna show up i don't know i don't but I'm, I'm excited to find out i mean listen i if you don't think injecting him into wwe wwe would make things more interesting than they already are you're crazy because what made him great was at the time when he dropped that pipe bomb, it was exactly what every wrestling fan was thinking. Like mm-hmm. exactly. And it was like, everything was, everyone's afraid to say something and do something. And then he just laid it all on the table and everyone loved it because yeah. that's what everyone was thinking. So if he shows up, I think it'll, he, it'll be a great pop, but I would love to see him and Seth Rollins. I would love to see him. Oh my God, him and Roman Reigns. Can you imagine? Like, what would even happen those two together? Well, you know, fun fact, Vito, because I can't help myself. But back in 2013, he had a lot of matches with the Shield. It okay. was him against Ambrose, him against Reigns and Rollins. So it'll actually be really interesting if that happens again. Like you said, I'm still looking forward to it because how they're such different performers now than they were back in 2013. It's been 10 years at this point. So I think it'd be really cool. I I'm looking forward to it. I, I if, if he's there, I'm not going to hate on it. Like whatever, he's a pain in the ass. And if anyone in, if any wrestling company is going to be prepared for somebody to be a prima donna pain in the ass, it's going to be WWE. They know how to deal with this shit. Like yeah. people are at, like, not for nothing. I don't think Tony was ready for it. I, I, I think he really underestimated just how much of a shit show this guy can cause. And so it, it, the infrastructure wasn't set up in such a way that was conducive to managing a guy like that. And like it or not, these guys are in the business. They're all over. They might be at different levels. They may not be as popular as CM Punk, but there are guys that are in that business that are just like him. They're just not big enough to make a stink. So Yeah, or as stubborn, though. Like, yeah. He- He's a very stubborn guy. I, I, I don't see it hurting. And I think, think you're right. You know, Tony Khan is not prepared. I feel like he's not, he's not like the Vince McMahon. Like it's all, it's very loosey goosey over there. And it shows, whereas WWE has more of a structure. I don't think CM Punk can really come in and, and make that kind of, that kind of locker room damage. I just don't think it'll happen. 
Right. Even with Vince gone, he, he doesn't have, he wouldn't be able to do it now just with the way it's structured. And I just want to make it clear. Like when I'm saying this stuff, I'm not saying like Tony Khan's a bad guy or anything like that. I just think at the time, I think he just underestimated that's nor any of us could do it. You're going to underestimate that kind of shit. And it, it blew up and it was unfortunate that he, you know, ultimately Punk's still wrong. Don't get, don't get me, don't get it twisted. He was still wrong for the shit that he did. And put Tony in a position where you had to let him go. I mean, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible to, to put people in a position like that. And the yeah. other wrestlers, like it, it affected a lot of different people and, you know, however it happens, hopefully he's accountable to that. But, you know, we're not going to exactly get an apology or anything. If this guy comes back at survivor series and then the next night on raw, he's cutting a promo. He's not going to be talking about AEW. And I mean, he probably will talk about AEW, but he's not, he's not going to be issuing an apology. If, if I'm, if I know him at all from all the years watching him on TV. Right. Yeah, no, I, it'll be interesting to see. I don't even know how he would like, the thing is, if you're going to capitalize on him coming in, I don't think a surprise coming in makes sense because you're going into his hometown. Like you'd gain more viewers by just telling people he was coming. Right. Like it's not like he's coming in and what is he going to do? Pop in on the war games. Like I, I, I mean, he could. I'm not even saying that he could hop in during the match, but maybe he hops in at the end. It'll be telling on which war game starts the show. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the matches that are at Survivor Series. I believe the last Survivor Series, you know, we at Strutting from Gorilla had a little bit of a presence there. We did. We did. It was actually a really fun Survivor Series show. Uh, and so while I was thinking about it, I was like, man, that bloodline match, um, part of the war games. And I thought this is the first survivor series in a while that Roman isn't a part of nothing. He's going to be gone. That's a good point. Yeah. A limited schedule, baby. Yeah. I don't know. Don't I know love it. Like we're we're going to go down a whole nother rabbit hole. So, yeah. no so let's, yeah. we got to get to the matches then. <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, when I look at it, right, so you got the men's and women's uh, War Games matches coming up, right? So, what, it's Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre, who's kind of in, like, full heel mode, coming up against uh, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, Cody, and Seth Rollins. So, I mean, I'll be honest, like, I hate to say that I'm actually not that excited about it. Like, personally, I'm just like, all right, like this will be fine. It'll be a good match. But other than Dominic, <laughs> there's not a lot that draws me into this match because I'm I'm like just looking forward to Dominic coming out and getting just absolute nuclear heat from Chicago. They're going to they're going to boo this guy right out of the building. And I I love it. He's my favorite. He's like my favorite heel right now cuz he he doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. He like he doesn't berate a town. He walks out and just tries to talk and everybody boos him. <laughs> they won't even let him. They just like it's it's like remarkable to watch somebody have that level of heat for not really doing anything. <laughs> and like he just leans into it. It's great. It's great. Cuz like yeah. he's he's not even a heel that you like want to like. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to boo him. He beat up his dad. He like took his mom by the face and he like slapped his sister. So it was like perfect piece of shit for people to just hate on so i guess so i guess i kind of proved myself wrong i actually he did do a lot to earn that heat but 
Maybe it just goes to show how much people love Rey Mysterio. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of adds to that. But, you know, I, I will tell you, you said you weren't as interested in this match. But, you know, if we look at the the last War Games where it was the, the Bloodline versus the um, the Brawling Brutes there, uh, I, I'm not sure that that one was better. The only difference was the storyline with Sami Zayn, right? Yeah. That made it intriguing for sure. Mm-hmm. But if, if you go pound for pound with the wrestlers that are in this match versus that one i think it's more compelling to see this one i in my opinion i do i i i'm excited to see cody rhodes um you know and and uh it'll it's a it's a whole different different ball game um i i I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say this this is the veto prediction all right i think this match will be a much better match than the men's war games last year because last year the women stole it Oh, it was, absolutely! Uh, it wasn't even real. close. Wasn't they even were close. they rocked the house. Yeah, they, I mean I, that's the one I'm looking forward to more. But I've I anyway still I we could stick with the men's ones for a second because you know how much I love Finn Balor, so I'm I'm happy to see Finn Balor in a, in a prominent role. He's in a War Games match. You know I don't know what's going on with him and Priest. I don't know if they'll have the Judgment Day implode or what, but. I'm looking forward to it either way. I think it'll, even if it's not the match I was looking forward to the most, I still think it will be a good match. You know, yeah. they, they've they've shown nothing else that it's it's been rare lately that you get a complete dud of a match. Yeah. So you know you're going to get a level of quality there, regardless. So I, I'm like I'm not really worried about it, even if I'm not too emotionally invested in this. Yeah. I don't know about yeah. you. I mean, I think it's weird, the whole Drew McIntyre piece. I think he's just kind of like a lost puppy, and they threw him in here. I'm curious to yeah. see how that works out. I mean, he was uh, he was in a weird spot. Like, he was a, a baby face, but wasn't really doing much, and he's been in a few different feuds. So hopefully this will inject some life into him. But he's, I mean, him and Sami Zayn and, and Jay Uso are going to have the the war games advantage, right? They're going to, they've already yeah, done true. it last year. It's true. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, let's move on for a second to the women's war game match. And I am very excited about that. Look at that graphic right there. Huh? Nothing but the best here at, at SFG. Uh, I'm really pumped at now with the addition of Becky, honestly. I mean, I'm look, I mean, I'm wearing my man sweatshirt. Like, let's go, dude. Like, I'm uh, so pumped for that. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm intrigued by a few things going into this match. And this is where I find myself a little bit more emotionally invested is the story between Charlotte and Becky. It's pretty, I, I think it's pretty well known now that they have had some issues backstage and they're not sort of, you know, really on the same page anymore personally. Um so I'm interested to see, I think there's just natural intrigue when you put that kind of stuff back on the screen again and everybody knows now, and it's been a while since they've been on screen together. So I I can appreciate just the, the complexity of having her be a part of the team. And the other piece is, I don't know if you watched Asuka join Damage Control. Did you watch that last week on SmackDown? She kind of screwed over the team and and joined up with with EO and, and Kyrie. Um Side note, Kyra Zane killing it since she came back. Amazing. Like 
I'm just not really shit. shocked. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I know. I, I'm a big women's wrestling guy, so like this, I I, I, I'm way more invested in this. But they have so much history from Japan together, and now you'll notice that like Bailey's kind of the odd woman out, even though she was the one that started this group, and she's yeah. sort of slowly getting like edged out now. And I'm wondering, one, when is that face turn coming? It's going to happen at some point, maybe at the Rumble, and this is just going to plant some seeds to it. But you know, I, I, I mean, personally, you know, little scuttlebuds you hear on on X uh, on Instagram, you know, if Bailey finds herself on the outs, she might need a friend, a friend that she can bank on, a friend that is Monet in her corner, if you know what I mean. Just I do know what you're saying. Yeah, throw it out there. I don't know. Maybe yeah, this is my own. Maybe it's my that, own tinfoil hat. I'll, I'll admit it. I've had it before. That or she needs an enforcer. One that was from AEW that's built like a brick shit house. Hmm. That's also a good good point. Who knows? Who knows? Mm. A little jade action. Mm-hmm. But they went silent on her after a heavy promotional period of having her just show up all over. So. Really don't know what's going to happen at Survivor Series. She could show up, do some damage control. Yep. Rip through the cage, little Kane-esque. <laughs> or she does, a, it's either going to be Kane or it's going to be Paul White Picture where he rips the cage off, yeah. but Stone Cold yeah. wins anyway because he yeah. just throws him out of the ring. <laughs> oh. I'm hoping for the first one because yeah. that, well, that was way cooler. Yeah. But, um, yeah. No, I, I think that'll be a good match. Um I mean, both of them are going to be good. I, again, I'm I'm a big fan of the Survivor Series War Games. I think we mm-hmm. both are. Um, I think it has evolved into that because it was stale. It was who wanted to watch. It's just like a four person. I would much rather watch a storyline that I'm invested in than just four mm-hmm. random people tagging together for the sake of tagging together. You know, unless yeah. they do like a retro one where they do the promos beforehand. You know, with the, with, those are the best. The the Hogan and Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior <laughs> promos. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some of those on Instagram recently. They're just like bananas. Yeah. Promos. They're awesome. They're great. I, I wish they would bring some of those back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should do. They should turn Otis into like an old school 80s wrestler where all he does is those types of promos and comes out like an 80s wrestler. That Dude, would be an I'm, awesome team. Listen, if uh, look, Gallows and Anderson are on the roster, right? Do you remember when they did Southpaw Regional Wrestling, that special? And they were uh, Chaz, Too Bad, and uh, Sex Ferguson. Yeah, pretty sure those yes. guys should come out at Survivor Series. Yep, yep. <laughs> Special guest entrance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all right, what 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 the hell else? Who else is fighting on Survivor Series? Okay, uh, Intercontinental Title Match: uh, Gunter and Miz. I mean, you, it's Gunter. I mean, it, how the fuck is Miz going to win this match? I don't know. And I don't know. What is the point of this match? I don't really get it. Uh, I think it's more of a respect thing for Miz. I mean, he's been in he's been in the game for a long time. And I'll give him credit. I mean, he's not like my favorite wrestler, but you know, I used to watch the challenge on MTV and the real world and stuff. So watching him kind of come through that whole system and then like live out his dream, like that's a big I don't know why I always like that about the Miz. So I always had like respect for him for that. Cause like there was a lot of work and that for, I do remember all of that, 
that terrible debut he had when he was like announcing Total Divas or something. Yeah. And it was just like, he just completely yeah. botched it. I mean, his career could have been over right there. So, I mean, I, I give him credit. I mean, he's not like my favorite, but I, I got respect for him. It's, it's a good story, you know? I got no problem with I got no problem with the Miz. This this match just doesn't make sense for this this pay per view. That's all I'm saying. Like, I you get a guy who's probably one of the best wrestlers, technical wrestlers mm-hmm. today, against yeah. the Miz. I just maybe maybe it's his time to shine. Maybe it'll take me by surprise. And he's looking forward to the challenge, the physicality of of Gunther. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would rather see Bobby Lashley versus Gunther. That'd be a oh man, I and maybe maybe that would happen. I don't know. I, I I've been uh, I've been watching Lashley make some big moves now. It looks like he's trying to put together Hurt Business 2.0, except mm-hmm. he's kind of the MVP right now. He's like yeah. the guy putting it all together. He's talking with Bfab. I I know, but he looks amazing. I know. I, he's I old. Mean, I I don't think he's he's not in a match on Saturday. So no. kind of hoping. He has- Maybe he, he comes out. Maybe he beats up Miz and he comes out and he tries to fight Gunther. Yeah. Never know. And then it could be Imperium so. versus Hurt Business 2.0 at yeah. like the December pay-per-view. Yeah, I, can I don't know. See we're that. just look at us booking the territory. We have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, hire us. Two idiots know, sitting at our house. Endeavor needs needs a little bit of strutting from Gorilla in their life. You know, we we would we would would bring viewership right back up. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, this match is probably going to be a filler match. It's just there to make Gunter look good and Miz will get, you know, a credible showing, I bet. But I think it's just, there, there are two styles that you wouldn't normally see together. But you know what? As I'm saying that, that's a lie too. You're going to see, you see plenty of different wrestler styles fight, fighting you each do. other. You do. This is just not one. I think it's because Miz doesn't scream star power to you that like or scream like credible opponent for somebody like no it's the fact that he was champion and the time he was wwe champion it was just awful like the matches he had were terrible remember like it was a disqualification to end wrestlemania and the rock was the referee yeah what right was was the rock the referee or what he was something something he was the host and that's what and, it was. And then he came back out and restarted the match, but then he rock bottomed John Cena. And so just cost John Cena the match anyway. That's what it was. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. I knew something. There was something stupid. It was the worst ending ever. I know. Yeah. I, know. I, I don't know. I just am not. This doesn't do it for me. I have no problem with him. He can be on TV. You know, he's, he's, I think he's going to be, he's like the mid Carter that wants to be a top star and just can't get there. I just don't think he's, he's there, but he'll be his longevity. He'll be there forever. You know? Yeah. He's a better version of Dolph Ziggler. Jeez. What a compliment. Wow. You're coming in hot tonight. That's my theory. And I'm sticking to it. It's my theory and I'm sticking to it. All right. All right. Well, let's, let's move on. Although if, I did have respect from him on they had a documentary on him and I was like, okay, like he earned his stripes. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you're going to be a top star just because you earned your stripes. <laughs> tough words. Yep. People veto is a tough crowd to please. So you, you need, to, you need you to really do. earn your stripes around here. You do. Okay. You do. Uh, speaking of earning stripes, women's world title match, Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. 
you know, I'm I'm kind of happy for this. Uh, Zoe Stark, I followed her down at NXT, and she was she was really good. She had she had an unfortunate injury that kept her out for a little while, and never seemed to really like bounce back when she got into back in NXT. But she's found her footing here on the main roster. I think what she had going on with Trish is kind of like her lackey, for better term, was kind of good for her to learn under that kind of tree. And while she was working with Becky, she was working with top tier talent. So this will be a good test for her. I'm not sure what it means in terms of push-wise going forward, but I think these kinds of matches can be really good for somebody who's fairly new. Like, can you hang with the champion? And and what kind of, can you perform under that kind of pressure? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Honestly, you probably know a lot more about this than I do. Um, I haven't really watched much Zoe Stark, but I can tell you I've enjoyed Rhea Ripley. I think she's been great. Um <laughs> She's one of the best things. Maybe going. this is when when Jade comes in with her baddies. You know, it's true. It's true. That could be a real shock moment if, if Zoe yeah. if Stark gets beat up, and then who are they? Who's going to be the uh, the replacement? Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I can't see Rhea not winning. Uh, not winning this one. No, not at all. Not at all. I think it's all but certain that real yeah will take it and then is is that the full card i think uh no there's one more match uh carlito will be on a wwe pay-per-view he's okay. fighting santos escobar if i remember I correctly this is his first pay-per-view match with wwe since he faced triple h in like 2007 oh my god i didn't think know about that, that. that. oh yeah. my god yeah wow is that... Damn, we're getting old. Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know if you've seen any of this stuff with the LWO and Rey Mysterio. And so Santos has turned on the LWO, specifically yep. Rey Mysterio. He feels like he was like looked over and that Rey Mysterio chose Carlito over him, which is kind of the classic kind of jealous lover kind of thing that would happen in wrestling. <laughs> you know, so it's it's classic. This classic pro wrestling right there. I'm jealous. I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, so. Jim Cornette loves this storyline. <laughs> Jim Cornette loves this. It's old school right here, baby. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> you know? Uh, it was bad, bad Cornette. I can't really that was a, That was a good Cornette. I thought it was pretty good. Hmm. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Vince Russo's take on this would be? Bro, there's nothing... Compelling about this, bro. The best thing about it is Way Mysterio, and he's gone with an injury, bro. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, there's no uh, title on a, a stick match, or no, they're actually or... no. It's, it's just Ray Mysterio's crutch on a stick. Save <laughs> it hanging on a pole. <laughs> oh my god! I don't, yeah, it's... no, I'm, I, I'm, I'm excited for that one. I mean, it'll be good to see Carlito. Um, back in action on a pay-per-view yeah. uh but he looks great yeah <laughs> I, I, he, I mean he does i i i think um i think the pay-per-view will be all right i i'm i'm excited for it it'll be it'll be good i mean mm-hmm. i hate to say it obviously the war games are great but and the card's decent but i i think the anticipation of cm punk is the big big draw for me for this one outside of the war games i guess i think um, even a lot of people probably feel the same way that's gonna yeah i don't know i i i i haven't obviously i've 
we we do this show and mm-hmm. I've been an avid watcher of wrestling, but I can tell yeah. you, I don't know if it's holidays or whatever over the, it, it, I haven't been as engaged as I typically am. And it, it's not the things I've been good. I think with, um, with triple H in charge, I think things have been, been pretty decent. I think storylines yeah. have been good. I just haven't been as engaged. So um, I would tell you, flipping gears is there anything on survivor series you wanted to touch on no you know i think um i think honestly like we've we've kind of talked about it as much as we can i think a a big draw this show for a lot of people myself included too is going to be will punk show up i think that makes sense and i think it's it's becoming clearer in in this being kind of being the second year that they're doing it that this show is really going to be built around the two war games matches and the other matches are kind of there not filler entirely, but largely filler. Yeah. You know, like they're there so that you don't just have a back-to-back war games match. And hopefully what they give you in between is quality, which they have shown like what yeah. you got in between. What was it last year? That triple threat. Was it, uh, it was Lashley Austin theory. And was it Rollins too? Was Rollins in that match? Yes. Cause that my God, match. that match was fucking awesome. That was, and Great that match. was like right before the main event. They just absolutely crushed it. Yeah, no, they they that was a good match. I re, yeah. I remember that one. That was that was really good. Um, so I I that so saying that like even though it's filler doesn't mean you're not going to get some surprises. So oh yeah, I'm I'm open to it. Especially yeah. if they do something like you were bringing up. Like if if it, there's a little jade action in in there, they might they might do that throw you off the scent. Like, well, maybe if we do this big debut. We may not do that. So. Yeah, maybe maybe I hope so. I sure, I sure hope so. But speaking of Jade and and AEW, we had full gear. Yeah, a little full, this weekend. Full gear. Yeah. yeah, I caught bits and pieces of it and got the highlights. And um, I think overall it was what you'd expect from an AEW pay per view. I think it's better than better than than most. But there's, I just, there's so much going on. Like it's like the it's like the it's like the opposite of WWE. There's just so many crazy storylines and things (laughs) going on. It's like I can't. I I don't know which to be excited about. Well, I mean, you could start off with with our boy MJF and Jay White. Uh, I mean, that match was kind of wild. I mean, it it's what have you thought of just like the whole story even leading into that? Because it seemed like. It was, I it, I would not say confusing because I, I don't think it was. MJF has clearly had issues with so many people on the roster over the years. And it seems like the story that they're kind of telling with that is like, all right, so he was a prick for the last first like three years of this promotion and has burned bridges with almost everybody. And now he's starting to, to, to grow a little bit and develop, but like he's still reaping what he sowed back then. So all these people are trying to come after this guy. What would, what, what's your kind of take? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how I feel about him being a babyface. I liked him as a heel. I, yeah. I did, and it's weird to see him like he was crying after the the pay per view, and I can't tell if it's, it's it was, if, it was. if it's like overly he's doing it purposely. Like yeah. he's a smart guy. He's not stupid, and he's he's just on a different level than other people. Um, but he level of the devil, man. No one. He on. did. A, he did have something that was really cool, and I don't know if you saw this in the in the you know outside the match um, during the the press conference. He was talking about um, 
someone mentioned something about uh i forget the whole concept of it but basically there was a wrestler when he was young oh he was talking about ageism and how like people don't respect him because he's so young and he's so good but he made it like (laughs) he made it such like a baby face thing and i think he was being like a dick about it yeah he was <laughs> and as yeah, he's crying was. he's eating his pickles <laughs> yes <laughs> I, but like you know he's telling you everything you need to know you of course it's a it's a stick he's like being he's but he had a good point though he's he talked, he, yeah. well, he talked about how when he was young and he was going up in the in in the ranks and he he mm-hmm. drove to all these different matches and put in his dues like everybody else you know some guy and he he told him you will remain nameless like was basically Mm. just an asshole because he had to earn his stripes and this guy never made it anywhere but was giving him a hard time and being a bully about it he's like that stuff doesn't you don't need to do that like you don't need to do that and i'm like oh i don't know if i agree i I agree to a point right like i think i don't think some of the initiation stuff they used to do back in the day like the bruiser brody type stuff is is needed but at the same point, I do think, you know, you're coming into someone else's world. You need to earn it a little bit. And I think he was doing his thing, but he, though, I mean, the way he said it was like, right. I was young and I was good. Like Michael Jordan, no one questioned him when he was growing up. <laughs> right. Like, like the arrogance that he sees himself in the same light as Michael Jordan while also yeah, crying and eating right, a pickle yeah. is not lost on me. Like it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Like comedy in a way. Oh, like, he, there he knows. He knows yeah. how to work the crowd and he knows how it's to say great. things. It's he's smart. great on the it's mic. It's really smart storytelling. He's I a like good it. wrestler. Uh, you know, it's it's just, it's it's interesting to see. And I mean, it was a good match between the two of them. I, I missed some of it, but what, he got hurt and then Adam Cole said he was going to oh, replace yeah, him. Adam Cole was going to replace him on like one leg. It was just ridiculous stuff. I thought I, that was kind of stupid. I didn't understand the point of it. I mean, I guess maybe they're trying to talk to just the the level of friendship that they have for one another, that he cares about him so much that now he's willing to put himself on the line. He's going to turn on him at some point. He has Someone's to. turning on somebody here. I don't know what the fuck to. is going to happen. I know I've been waiting for MJF to do it, but I mean, it's possible <laughs> he might just keep the thing there's, going and just not do it. There's <laughs> and, no and, way. And like have, have Adam Cole turn on him. There's so, no way he doesn't. I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's almost like he's playing everybody because that's, <laughs> no, first, that's how I feel. He's, he's, play, yeah. he's been playing us all this whole time because when you look back on that story going into all in with, um, with Cole and you know, the whole, like, will he, won't he turn on him and stuff? I was like, all right. So that felt more genuine, but like now I'm like, I think he's just fucking with us. Yeah. Like, he's fun- <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. He, he's sort of like doing like his impersonation of like eighties era Hogan, where like, it didn't yeah. matter what injury he had. He was going to win this match. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. What. Yeah. At the end of the, at the end of the show, MJF poses with the, with the title, you know, that's, that's like, what's going on. I mean, even that, like uh, the tag team match at, at zero hour, like he gets Samoa yeah. Joe in there with him. Like, what the hell? It's just, yeah. it's just bananas, but it's like, bananas to the point where i I, i'm kind of into it i'm like this all right let's just see where this fucking thing goes like who cares yeah well and you're right and he wins the two-on-one against the um i forget the name of the tag team they have there but he wins that yeah 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 it's you know that that's that right there is like the difference between the two of them 
between AEW and WWE right now. Like you can have a little bit of that kind of variety within AEW. Yeah, you can't do that. In and WWE. and you could just do that kind of shit. And it's like yeah. willy nilly. Like yeah. when it works, it works. Yeah. Like there's times it doesn't, and we're like, oh, so, so yeah. You, nobody double check that <laughs> before yeah, they, you, they, they did that on TV. You go um, off. The, WWE is more like it. It they want to be like an NFL or an MLB, yeah, you're and gonna it's like, get like realistic. Yeah, yeah, realistic. Yeah. And AW has got more of these storylines, which is good. I like it, but there's hey. sometimes there's so much of it, and it's like. Dude, I, I can't take the young bucks anymore. I just can't take them. <laughs> you have a whole thing with this, but uh, in comic book terms, I'll always say it: it's Marvel and DC. It's two different companies doing two different things, and it benefits us when both of them are doing it well. So yeah, WWE no, now is doing it well. They're kind of, whatever the way well, they're structuring their stories is working for them, and the way AEW is doing it right now is working. Yeah, the attendance thing aside, because I just I don't know, I don't. I don't put much stock into that shit. Like, what do you, I mean, I'm looking at what's on TV and what I'm seeing on TV is pretty good. So. Yeah. I, it's been enjoyable. It's good to have an alternative and, and something different. And it definitely, there's stuff in AEW I will want to yeah. watch more than I want to watch in WWE. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious though, because they signed Will Ospreay and I was shocked by that. I thought for I know, sure. He would have gone at WWE, so there's got to be some merit to it, unless they just open the checkbook for the guy, which I can't imagine they would have offered him much more than WWE would have. I don't tend to think that it's about uh, the money on really the money in that case. I think it's more about the flexibility and AEW's relationship with New Japan. Okay, so because he's finishing out a contract over there, I think. I don't. Yeah. I mean. I don't pay too much attention to that. I just like Maybe what not. I see kind of on Twitter, but it seems like he still has sort of a contract. He's going to finish out over there. And then once he's done with it, he's like officially in AEW. but yeah, they have a good enough relationship. They do forbidden door every year so far. So I think he'll still be able to do some dates there. Um, I don't know. It, it's in, it, it'll be interesting. Cause he had, he had some like, what, what did he say at the press conference about, like he's got like his own anxiety about like being in America, which I mean, welcome to the club, right? But <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, man, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> so <laughs> it's true. But, uh, so we'll we'll kind of see how it all uh, shakes out. But yeah, I was I, surprised he didn't stay with Impact because I know he was like loving Impact and he had a lot of good matches over there with um, Mike Bailey. Yeah. I'll tell you this though, you know, moving on from MJF, I, yeah. the one other person that has stood out over the last, I don't know, a couple months has been Swerve. I, I think he has been, yeah, I know we were going to talk about this match, but outside yeah. of this match, like even the way he's doing things, it's very Roman Reigns-esque if you think about it. He's coming out, he's walking slowly, like very cocky and arrogant. Like, it's almost like they took that model and are doing... Now, he's got the entrance and, you know, whose house, Swerve's house. And <laughs> the, that guy's hysterical. Great. Awesome. <laughs> great. 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 But, <laughs> but it makes it makes them look like peasants to him. You know mm. what I mean? And whatever he's yeah. doing is working. Um, and I think they got the making for a good draw because it, it's drawing me in mm-hmm. just... Every time I see it, I'm like, okay, I I, I see something he's, with this guy. Dude, you're so right. He's going to be a world champion. 
Yeah, within, definitely. Within the, within the year, he's going to be world champion. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the one that takes the title from yeah. MJF. It was, it was weird having him in this match because it was like an extreme... <laughs> Yeah, it was, like extreme, just, it was it was an it was like an old ECW match. It was yeah, like I mean, like, I loved just it. an uncomfortable shit. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, it was all just, over the top. We got the, the stapler and drinking blood and yeah, yeah. When the fuck did Hangman become Gangrel? I don't know. Hangman's. He's I, part I of... thought Edge and Christian were going to come out during that match and just reform the Brood. <laughs> Again, I like Hangman. I do. But there's no, it's like no rules with that guy. Like meaning like forget about the, the, I'm not talking about the physicality of the matches and stuff like that. But like, I don't understand the, his character or it goes to the same piece as like Kenny and the Young Bucks. Like they're, they, it's like they just do their own thing. And there's no, like when Kenny was world champion, it made sense, like the, the stuff he was doing with them, and there was continuity to it. But it's like now, it's just like you go places, you, you do something, you have a storyline with a concussion, then you, you, I just, I'm, you know, you're not really, had, you're not sold on him, is what you're saying. I, it's the same thing. Like he had this crazy, brutal rivalry with John Moxley, and then just end it. And now he does the same exact thing with Swerve. Doesn't make any sense to me. And then he's in like then he has the the um the the thing with the uh the not I want I keep wanting to say New World Order the Dark Order, um <laughs> where he's part of the Dark Order then he's not and then and then he's part of the the uh the the trio tag team you know like it's just I don't he's all over the place he's all over the place and it doesn't make any sense and then the Young Bucks all they do is just win. They just win everything. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't make any but sense. They lost. <laughs> I know, but I, I fine. So, that's fine. But ultimately, all they were doing was winning and having eighty-minute matches. You, tell me how you really feel. Let it out, Vito. And then you get Kenny Omega, who I think is the best wrestler they have, arguably, mm-hmm. and he's not doing much of anything. He team was great. It was great. He got a great team with Grandpa with Jericho. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like he should be the Roman Reigns of that of that promotion. It just doesn't. I I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. So that's what well, I will tell you. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. I don't agree with all of it, but I understand with some of what you're saying. It, Maybe I'm I, not articulating it right in the right manner. I don't know how to explain like, it. To you're, it's some, like something about it just isn't rubbing you the right way. And I just need some continuity. Like I, I it just like I need some basis behind what they're you need doing. Some if you do, if you do the same thing, if, if, you know, if you have these yeah, brutal yeah. matches all the time and you do these crazy things, it's just a over and over again. I lose my investment in their meaning. Like and it. It, and if you're all over the place and I don't know what's going on, why do I want to watch what you're doing? We understand with MJF what's going on. We we know he's a baby face and we're all waiting for that turn, right? right. What the hell are we waiting for with, with Hangman? He's just going to get another... He had a giant beef with CM Punk, giant beef with John Moxley, giant beef. It's like, would you have a giant beef with everybody? Like, I just, it doesn't make any sense. At some point, you have to look in the mirror. That's you're having a giant beef with everybody. I, Is it everyone? I just don't understand it. 
And then he had that the thing where he had like a drinking problem. And he didn't. He's just all over the place, man. Well, the, see that one. Uh, that one is the one thing you bring up is the exception to it because that was an actual story that they had with him and the Young Bucks and Kenny, and that eventually kind of came around when he fought for the title against yes. Kenny, and it was like it all sort of like that. Yes. That all made sense. But I, I get what you're saying because it's almost like he's, you know, what it is. It's like he's just sort of floating around. He's floating around and he comes in and he has this match with this guy. And then he has this feud with this guy. He's got problems with everyone. He's a hangman. He's, he's, Bro, uh, he's if that's okay. I don't look at the executioner and he just gets to choose who the next victim is going to be. I don't think eyes, that's what they're intentionally doing. I don't think that's what they're intentionally. So you doing. think I'm taking a creative license in my own head? <laughs> yeah, like, you oh, are. What's going on? You I'm are. trying to make sense of the world around me. You are. So you but are. I, because I, I don't know. I, I I I will say, I think I just said it in the last episode that up until this point, like he wasn't really doing much for me. So I wasn't I wasn't hating on him, but I was just like nothing he's doing is really like getting me excited. That's how I feel. That's exactly but how I feel. A couple of weeks ago, I, I was catching up on a lot of dynamite over the last like week and a half and watched his the promo with him and Swerve for like the first one they had a couple of weeks ago. And like there was fire there. I enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked what both of those guys did to each other. They went below the belt and like they just they were they had at it. And but and can I think we that build that, up to that crazy match? Does it have to be that crazy match right off the bat? They've never even had a match against each other. They did have a match against each other. And what? Swerve Swerve won at Wrestle Dream. Oh, you're right. They they did. No. You have all this hate and you're upset no, no, about no. Wrestle Dream was when Sting. No, yeah, there was more than one match on that card. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude, look it up. All right, I will. You look well, it up, dude. Maybe I'm wrong then. You got, you got, you got, you played yourself. Yeah. You well, he's just all over the place. I can't. Remember. His matches aren't memorable enough because they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate him anyway. He sucks. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, All right. Well, you know, you know who. Anyways, the, the the point is that match was. I thought it was good. I just. Yeah. It I was wild. More... He drank blood. They were stapling cheeks. It was some crazy, <laughs> crazy shit. Like that was. <laughs> Terry Funk would have been really proud. <laughs> that was because that is just some wild stuff. That's like some beyond the mat. Independent wrestling stuff that we got to see. Right oh, I can't wait till Moxley tries to top that somehow. I you know I I don't know what he's gonna do. He'll probably eat nails know. or something. <laughs> yeah, he'll do it on. He'll do it. You know who? Speaking of winners here, all right. Can we talk about for a second? My girl Julia Hart, right? Dude, real happy for her. New TBS champion. Not thinking against Chris Statlander. She's been a great champ. Um, Sky Blue. I like what she's doing with her character since she got the the mist from the House of Black and all that. Yep. They've been doing a really good job telling that story with uh, kind of Julia sky and uh, willow nightingale so um i don't know i'm pumped i want to see where this goes julia hart has really turned it around her presentation is fantastic i love just like the theatrics of her entrance she like buys in man and i'm i'm buying in too right. i'm into it i like it um i like it i'm I, speaking I of you know, you, you know my my women's wrestling love so i know i just let you go Sheeta and Timeless Tony Storm. Dude, Timeless Tony Storm is like fucking hysterical. Oh, she's it's a great. great. It's a great bit. Whenever you're with her, like I was watching, was it Dynamite or Collision where they were trying to get into her locker room? And every time 
Luther opened the door, it would go black and white and you close it and it would go back to color. And I was like, that's, that's like a funny little, it's like a little detail, but that's like story right there. It's like, you're it's like, you're, you yeah. sort of like, you're, you're helping out her character and yeah. sort of the believability of that person in this world, you know? Yeah. I love, I love it. I love, love that, man. I also love it. You gotta, the, the wrestler has to buy into their character before I do. If they well, don't, I'll never care. You know, it, it's it's the world of pro wrestling. You know, like things that happen within it have to sort of make sense within that world. Yep. It's verisimilitude. Yep. Look at that up. Look okay. up that word. Good good word. Verisimilitude. Good okay. word. That's that's a that's a high level word for us. High level word right there. That's right. SAT baby. Um, should we touch on our boy? Look at that. Adam Copeland looked great there. Yep, does nothing for me. He's the no? Adam, Adam. He's the Adam Hangman Page of his generation. <laughs> Jeez, you're the tough sell for you, Vito. My God, uh, just kidding. No, I, I, I. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, bravo to Edge. He comes out with some great, great outfits. You know, you got the, the Brood Edge and 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 all of that. So intense in all his matches. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I listen, I, I, I give him credit. I'm glad he's doing it. I, I don't mind what he's doing with Christian. Um, like it kind of makes sense. It's what they wanted to do when he was in yeah. WWE before. So I think, I think he's finally getting a chance to do that now. So I'm, yeah. I'm happy for him. Me and, too. I arguably think Christian is better. I think we've talked about this. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I arguably do. And I think the larger general audience is starting to see that because mm-hmm. He showed that greatness in TNA, he but did. nobody was watching. So nobody was watching. Was watching. <laughs> so at least now the greater audience is getting to see that, like not watered down by Vince McMahon, just really not liking Christian for whatever reason. Because <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah. like he's a weird dude. He's Canadian. He's like a prototypical Canadian. He's just a strange <laughs> fellow. I don't know. I don't know, man. Sami Zayn is pretty strange, but he's he's up there. They're all strange. They have, they have this weird, dry humor. <laughs> they're all weird because you know why? It's all they're all wrestlers. <laughs> they're yeah, all wrestlers. They're like, you got to be a little weird, yeah, it's <laughs> to true. be a pro wrestler. It's true. So, all right. Well, I mean, any final thoughts on Full Gear? Where do they go from here? I mean, I I I like that. I just, I don't want to repeat myself over and over again. I just, I think it's great to have, whether you like or hate AW, you like or hate WWE, it's great to have choices. If I don't want to, if I get really frustrated because WWE is not doing something I like, great. I can go watch the storyline in AEW, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm excited they're both on there. It's plenty of wrestling to watch. um, Yeah. and, And it'll be exciting to see. I'm Curious to see what the future of all of these wrestling shows are. Collision, especially. Like yeah. I, I'm. I don't want. It's just. It. It. it, it it's I, fine. I, I, I'm the, Yeah. Me too. Me too. But did you did you hear that they're gonna? Uh, I guess so. New Japan Strong is like the kind of like the American promotion for New Japan right now. Uh, Ring of Honor, and then there was I forget what the other one was, but all three of them are about to be like unified. With this World's End, no. um, Continental Classic. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. they're going to create another. They're unifying title. these titles into one, and so I'm curious, what does that mean? Like, does this mean it's just going to be 
that almost feels like a little territory thing. So now you're going to have yeah. one champion just going to bounce around between all three. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. You won't know if it works until you do it, I guess. Yeah, it's exciting. Hey, there is one thing we didn't talk about in AEW that has been very under the radar. Hmm. Ronda Rousey just showing up at Ring oh, of shit. Honor. Yeah. God, completely forgot about her. Just like nothing. Like, she just was, like nothing. She was like a huge Don drop for WWE when she first came in. And then just her stock went slowly downhill. And now yeah. all of a sudden she just pops up in AEW or I'm sorry, Ring of Honor. And Ring. I, I, I probably guess, show up there too at some point. But... I guess it's just like a handshake deal. And who knows if she's going to come back. But that was very interesting. I It was very under the radar. You know, uh, it could be a good thing. And the reason I say that is is multi pronged. One of them, look at look at Cody, right? Needed to leave WWE, went to AEW, kind of found himself, came back, and he's been bigger than ever. Look at um, Swerve; he gets released from WWE. He kind of had a good thing going with Hit Row, gets released, and it's been the best thing for him. Look at him; look at what he's doing. So it's possible that that could happen with Ronda too. Maybe she just needs a change of scenery. Maybe this is what she needed to begin with, to kind of uh, like on a, a different level and, you know, not so, you know, I, I don't think Ring of Honor is bringing in crazy amounts of eyeballs or whatever. And not that that's a bad thing. Like maybe she just needs that. Like you have some freedoms then with that to kind yeah. of like actually develop yourself and get comfortable. And maybe yeah. she just never got that. I, but, I think that's a really good point, Mikey. I, I would agree. Um, on a side note, I did see something that was actually hilarious. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but um, at one of the UFC events, Vince McMahon mm-hmm. was there and he was on a, in a cane and he looked very fragile and he was with the undertaker and some, <laughs> someone commented and goes, wow, he's gone from the undertaker to the caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it almost came out of my nose. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just laughed. I, I I thought it was I thought it was a good one. <laughs> Sometimes those internet trolls they really get you. Oh man, uh, they're trolls for a reason. But man, <laughs> yeah. they, so every once in a while they hit big. That was a good one. Oh man. Well, listen, as we're as we're gearing up towards the end of this show today, folks. Uh, I thought maybe we could shift gears just for a second because there is a movie coming out. Uh, about the Von Erich wrestling family called the Iron Claw. Uh, it comes out December 22nd. And, uh, you know, for people who uh, have been longtime listeners of this show, uh, we actually got to interview um, someone who was able to help write the biography of uh, Lance Vahan, who was Lance Von Erich and uh, Vinny Berry. We love him. He's a great friend of this show. Uh, we really want to encourage you guys to go back into, uh, I think it was one of our season one episodes where we had Vinny on for the first time. And he talked about his book show right here, Lance by Chance. It's a great book, unbelievable story about how Lance Von Erich was sort of discovered and brought into this wrestling business. And and just the stories from Lance himself, even beyond his time in world-class championship wrestling, I, I think are really worth the read. Um and Vinny is just a super guy, like one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. People, he's been interviewing people all over in the wrestling business, and he's just an unbelievably great dude. So um, try to support him. 
uh, go to his website, wrestleville.com. You can get this book. Uh, they have signed and unsigned copies. I was able to luck out and get a signed one. So you guys should check it out. Yeah. And to, to go off of that, I think when you see this, so what's interesting is Lance Von Eric was one of the only guys who was not a true Von Eric brother. And they mm-hmm. put him in there because he looked very similar and the Von Erics didn't really want that. And so he's kind of an outcast. Like if, and so they may mention him. I don't know how much they'll get into it in that movie because it's about the Von Erics mm-hmm. and they may mention him, but there's a whole nother story behind it and how this guy got put into that role and the story behind it. it, it very interesting it was before our yeah. time. So we were educated a good amount. If you listen to that episode, you'll hear us asking a lot of questions about it. And I've learned a lot about it and didn't even watch it at that time. Cause I, yeah. I don't even know if I was alive at that point. So it's it, a great it, history lesson. It really is. And it's a weird story about the Von Erics and they were like a really big wrestling family in the South and all these tragic events happened to them and very interesting stuff. I think it'll be a pretty good movie. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm, I'm interested in it, but yeah, definitely go back and give it, give it a yeah. listen and a big shout out to, uh, Vinny Berry, who's part yeah. of wrestleville, uh.com. You can check it out there. He has a couple other books as well. Um, and he does a really great job of interviewing, you know, up and coming wrestlers that, you know, most of them you might know today. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you guys should check it out. Uh, you know, I think that's that's all for us tonight, folks. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe, follow us, uh, check out the website. We got we update the podcast feed through there. Uh, you can find articles that we write. And um, we're really looking forward to what we got coming down the pike for you guys. So enjoy Survivor Series. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. And uh, until next time, keep on strutting, jabronis. <laughs>